Hello, everyone. Fan Friday Talk Story with ESPN Honolulu today, and I'm glad to be joined, honored to be joined, by someone who probably has been asked to speak, talk, be interviewed a lot over the past few days, and not to mention it's finals week when we're making this recording at the University of Hawaii, but from the back-to-back national championship University of Hawaii men's volleyball team, Cole Hoglin is joining us. So on multiple levels, Cole, thank you so much for joining us because it's busy. You're getting ready for finals. You have one tomorrow for crying out loud. Your mother or your dad would probably say, you don't do anything except study, but thank you for taking the time. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. So national title recently, just like this past Saturday, right? Yeah, last Saturday. Can you summarize from the end of the game until now how it has been? Oh, it's been, well, it's been like an unreal experience because I think it's much better than last year. You know, last year I had a, you know, I was on this huge high. I was high on life and then nothing could really stop me. And then this year I, I played more, more. I had more court time this year. So it's a, uh, it feels like last year, except uh, one step up from it all. So, you know, I haven't really been, yeah, everything's just been, you know, no words for it. You know what I mean? First of all, I don't know how it must be more challenging for you because, like you said, this is, you didn't just win a game against A, you win against Long Beach, Long Beach State, which is pretty doggone cool, right? A rival. You yeah. win the national title. You are like way up here. You're back to back. You're flying home. You get that special with the hose going over the plane at the airport, all the yeah, well greeting. And then that's Sunday. And then, oh my gosh. We got to get ready for finals now. That takes a lot of discipline from being way up here, and you got to really suddenly focus and yeah. zone in. Yeah, this week has been pretty hard with uh, coming back to the islands and studying. You know, I I really don't want to. I'd rather go on and celebrate with all the boys. But um, <laughs> yeah, got to finish schoolwork first before we can get to that. So I already had one this week, and it was pretty hard to study for, but I got it done. So and then two more, two more left. Good for you. And by the way, we were just talking before we started. Although you're listed as a sophomore on the roster for the team, you're actually going to be graduating this Saturday, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. So technically, I'm a senior, but uh, since I got my red shirt, I did a red shirt season my freshman year. And then the next year was the, the whole COVID season. So I'm a senior, but I'm listed as a sophomore. And I got two more years to play if I need, or, you know, if I want to take both of them. And have, have you thought about those two more years of eligibility? Uh, for sure, one. And then after next year, we'll, we'll think about uh, what my moves are. But for sure, I'm staying another year. Okay. I, I don't want to, like, you know, well, why not? Let's do it. All right. So you guys got back-to-back. Naturally, there's who has won three in a row. Is that a little bit in the, on your shoulder right here saying, you know, like, Cole, you got to stay one more year so you can try for the back-to-back. Whereas this guy's going, no, you're done. One more year. Is that kind yeah. of on there? No, no. I'm, I'm next year. I'm trying to get that, that three P. Uh, well, everyone is, you know, I'm, I'm trying to really, no one really, well, in the past 10 years, I don't think anyone's done it. It's been all back to back recently. I think ever since 2014, I believe mm-hmm. 20, 2012, whenever Irvine did it. Mm-hmm. So a three P hasn't happened in a long time. And uh, I know that feeling if, if we're fortunate enough to get back to the finals, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a wonderful feeling. You know, one of the things in sports, they say it's a big challenge, like 
you know, if you're a type of team and your performance has been here and you work hard to kind of build to get to, you know, a championship level. So the program has over the years has built, you win the national title last year. And they say it's even harder to try and sustain that, right, and continue on because you get that high of, oh, we've done it. Now what do we do? And there's usually sometimes that fall. Was that kind of as a team, either by the coaching staff or even you guys, coming into this season way back at the start of training camp, was that kind of a message in any way? Like we can't drop. We got to maintain, even though that's maybe even harder to do. Um, yeah, Charlie in the beginning of the year was mostly, uh, well, first of all, when we first came into the first day, he said, uh, I believe our team is, uh, well, he said our team was better than, uh, 2021. So Rado guys way better. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way we're better than them. Cause it's what all we had four all Americans. I, I think mm-hmm. Gage, Rado, Pat Colton, all first and second team. And then Jakob was the honorable mention. Mm-hmm. And me in my back, I'm like, there's no way, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, we grinded it out. Everyone was confident. You know, it's a new group of guys, so we were all hungry to to get another one. And then uh, I know next year we're going to be even more hungry to get another one. You know? Oh, well, that's great. Yeah, I mean, everybody's coming back. Make How more about, history. Absolutely. How about you though? Because I think if there's a player like you just mentioned earlier, you got way more court time this season. So, I mean, if there's an element of from a significant improvement from last year to this year, great team, as Charlie Wade said, a better team this year. What was your personal kind of goals or what kind of helped you along from that transformation from how you were last season to this season on the court? Well, coming into this season, I didn't really, you know, I was I was back of the line, you know. Presho, Kyler Presho, which is, you know, one of the most, MPSF middle, you know, all, all four years, all MPSF, or all four years, yeah. He came in, I was thinking, oh, you know, we lost Pat. And I thought, oh, maybe I got a shot. You know, Max is right in front of me still. And pressure comes in like there's, you know, my chances of seeing the court this year are probably going to come in the early parts of the season where I don't, you know, the games don't really matter. You know, opponents may not be that difficult to, to defeat. So they'd give me a chance to go in and, and play. So coming into the year, I wasn't really that confident in myself coming in. But then the more we went through, uh, you know, off season, uh, you know, training hard in the weight room, training hard, getting those extra reps, you know, I'd say it helped me get to the get to where I was. And then I was uh, given the opportunity versus I think it was Loyola the first night to go in. And, uh, you know, I kind of made, you know, hey, this kid, you know, I can, you know, he can play, you know, he's, he's able to uh, produce out there. And then uh, versus Ball State, which came at the end of January, first week of February, I believe, uh, where we didn't have uh, G and someone, you know, people needed to step up. And I was like, you know, it's it. I got to I got to put out. And from there on, I guess, uh, you know, I made a statement and there was, you know, Charlie was like, hey, keep going. And then, uh, you know, I, I got a better connection with uh, Jakob. So that kind of helped me become the player I was uh, up until the, the national final. Which game? I, you kind of rattle off these little moments here where, okay, I got a chance against Loyola. Oh, I, I, I'm, I was able to do pretty well. I, I'm in again, and then I'm in again. Is there a game at a point where you finally you felt confident, like, this position's mine now? Well, the, the biggest game 
you know, that was the biggest eye opener for me was the Ball State game. Uh, we didn't have Jakob G or uh, Chaz was in there, you know, because COVID and injuries and whatnot. But that game, uh, I went 10 of 14 with uh, zero errors, I believe. So I was like, hey, I got a shot. And then, you know, I the next couple of games I started and then, you know, I, I just got a lot more playing time and I started more and that's when I started. So I, I guess it was from the Ball State game I realized I got a real, real chance at being a starting middle in the NCAA, you know what I mean? How ironic because actually that was in a loss, right? Because you didn't have a lot of your personnel. It was yeah. a loss. You would end yeah. up playing them in that semifinals, which became a five-game just one of the more exciting games. I mean, that it kind of bookend that you're kind of your season a bit for you personally. Yeah, that, that game was tough. That, that semifinal game, you know, we came out strong, but uh, Ball State's a really good team. They're well-rounded. They got a bunch of all their players can score. And they came out firing that, you know, end of the first set, second, third. They, they, they came out and got us real good until, uh, you know, we realized hey, it's do or die at that point in set four and we, we took it upon ourselves to, to take the match. You know, Cole, I always want to ask, like, I, I like the strategy element of sports, you know, whatever sport it is. Now, in volleyball, similarly, like you just mentioned, that Ball State semifinal, here you guys are down 2-1. Um, you're the defending national champions, so there's a, way more pressure on you guys than Ball State. You guys have lost to them twice. Granted, one, you know, didn't have all your personnel, but – what is what was the strategy then for game four being down to one what they were obviously having some advantages here and there strategically what was that strategy elements for game four that took you over the hump um to be honest i have no idea it was <laughs> it was just the mentality the the whole mentality changed we came out with yeah, it's just basically, you know, if we don't win this set, you're you're done. You get to go home. You know, there's no there's no chance to, you know, repeat as or defend our title. And everyone took it upon themselves to say, you know what? Yeah, I can uh we gotta get it, you know. It's uh, you know, there was more words said than we gotta get it. You right. Know? But, uh, <laughs> more words that can be said. Sure. But everyone got that message and it wasn't really a whole strategy. It was just a complete switch of the, the mindset. And we came out with energy and, you know, our level of engagement was, uh, was at its, its uh, peak. So I think that's, that's all it was. There was no like, Oh, go block him or go focus on him or serve mm -hmm. him. It was just balls to the wall, you know? I'll use that phrase. Uh, that's very practical for other stuff as well. Balls to the wall. Got it. Yeah. Hey, Cole, you know, you're, you're a local product, right, from out of Iolani. So, I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of great uh, volleyball players, obviously, that come out of the state. A lot of them go to the mainland. Right? A lot of them go out of there. And, um, and you see them when you play them, right, in the Big West. You see them all over, dotted all over the rosters, MPSF as well. Coming out your senior year, coming out of Iolani, what was the recruiting situation for you? And then what eventually kind of tipped the scales to make your decision to be a, a Rainbow Warrior? Yeah, that whole backstory. Well, my recruiting process started in my junior year. Uh, after junior nationals, Charlie, well, a bunch, well, there's many three schools that really took notice to me. I wasn't really a big prospect coming out of uh, high school or especially junior year. Um, so Charlie came up to me and was like, Hey, we got a spot for you. We'll offer you a little bit of money, you know, and then, you know, opportunity to stay home and 
and play for play for a program you've watched uh, most of your life. And then I was like, Raj, I'll think about it. I'll see my other options because, uh-huh. you know, there's plenty of other options. Well, I only had two other ones. It was Grand Canyon and Pepperdine. Ooh. Grand Canyon talked to me for like, I got one phone call with them. And after that, it was nothing. And I was like, okay, so I guess I don't have the choice of going there. And then Pepperdine, I, I had the opportunity to go up and check out the campus on an official visit. Really nice campus. It was kind of cold, but it was next to the water. So, you know, I was thinking about it. And then after that official, uh, you know, lost, you know, no more contact with them. Hmm. So really it came down to, to UH or nothing. You know, it was UH or go to some other school and just go do school. And then I took it and I was like, you know what? I'll go take UH. We'll go see how it goes. Stay home. Get to go beach. You know, warm weather. You know, island lifestyle. <laughs> well, Pepperdine's loss, obviously. But when did they, like, when was your visit? Was it junior year or senior year that you did that visit? Uh, I think it was June, senior year. I don't remember. All I know it was in the fall. I think it had to be senior year. It was the fall, September, I believe, maybe, maybe before that. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty quick right after uh, my uh, junior nationals performance. Went up there, had a great time. Uh, but then after that, just no more contact. And I was like, ah, whatever, doesn't matter. California's too cold anyway. <laughs> so I guess you could say, like, if there's a feedback where like if Coach Charlie Wade said, okay, what worked in terms of recruiting you? Like, we would, we'd like to know because we're always recruiting what worked for you. It's the contact that if, if the school continued to at least drop you a text, give you a call here and there and still maintain yeah. the interest, that could have – I mean, that is the kind of the more engaging part for you? Yeah, as long as they engage. You know, if someone was talking to me or if I ever, you know, sent them a text and they responded, as long as there was some sort of communication going on because – once it stopped, it was just, you know, you get this full, oh, do I, do they even want me anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of doubt creeps in your mind. Then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Charlie, well, of course, UH, UH is right here on island. So it was pretty easy for them to find me if I, you know, they weren't really, if I wasn't responding or, <laughs> you know, they know where I went to school. They know, they know where, uh, where my parent, well, Charlie knows where my, my dad uh, works, so. He'd find me pretty easy. (laughs) He'd be around the corner someplace or, you know. Yeah, he'd be waiting. He'd be waiting for me. He'd go get a shave ice. Hey, Charlie, how are you? (laughs) How's it going? Um, Cole, off the court, first of all, what's your major? What's you going to get your degree in this weekend? Uh, Tim, which is uh, travel industry management. Hmm. More on the hospitality side. So that's like more hotel, more hotel Mm -hmm. kind of um, business. And how the how basically how hotels run and what the backstory of each hotel kind of thing is. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so uh, let's say let's just theoretically, right? You're going to come back another year. Um, mm-hmm. Is that so? That does that mean you're going to be in like graduate school next year? Is that the kind of the plan? Yeah, I'm going to try and get into I don't know some kind of one year grad program. Hopefully, it's I don't think it's going to be the Tim one because they're they're a two year two year program and. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts about playing professionally? Yeah. So I think after, uh, well, I'm going to go to Japan, play in Japan a little bit because I got that dual citizenship. Uh, um, 
yeah so my mom's from japan and my brother already plays in japan right now he's uh i don't know if anyone knows but he played in the past olympics and now he's playing on a professional team in uh okinawa oh wow how's the i mean is the con you know like the i've you know obviously in europe we hear about volleyball in europe i mean you get paid very well it's very competitive um, a lot of college players go and play over there, obviously, because there's no pro league around here. Um, the ones you see in the Olympics for the U.S. national team, almost all of them are playing overseas. How is the competition in Japan that you're aware of? Because I know they got – I've seen some YouTube videos of some dudes, man. They may be only about 6'1 or something, but they can jump out of the gym. Yeah. What's kind yeah. of the culture there? Well, each team has, like, one international – kind of player so you can bring in whoever you want mm -hmm. and they're usually opposites or you know six rotation players and then everyone else fills in so all the japanese guys fill in wherever and then uh they bring in you know super like six nine six ten kind of opposites just huge players that can like for the block and i'd say it's pretty competitive and they pay they pay uh pretty well for for volleyball oh so, wow oh your mother would love it if you were playing there huh yeah, so then she can get some more excuses to go to Japan. <laughs> she gets one right now, and it's my brother. She goes, she goes pretty often. Oh, that is that is awesome. That is awesome. So, what do you do? You know, I know student athletes don't have a whole lot of free time because you're, if you're not studying, you're training. If you're not training, you're playing. If you're not playing, you're practicing. Um, free time. What does Cole Hoglin do? I got nothing to worry about all day. Oh, I go beach. You know, that's, that's, that's the obvious response. I think, uh, it's usually, you know, either bodyboarding, diving, um, surfing. I, I, I haven't surfed in a while, but, uh, this summer I'm gonna be, be doing a lot of surfing, you know, other than that, it's just, you know, anything out outdoors, not too much indoors, except for maybe playing video games. But then other than that, you know, it's a typical, typical kind of college, lifestyle mm -hmm. you know just mm -hmm. go outside go beach and then come back home go play some video games at the end of the day now i'm not too i'm not a surfer so i don't know too much about this but you're six foot four so are you using a six foot board or are you going with the long board i usually use like uh depending on you know the the waves that day uh either uh like a, i got a six six board a six eight one a seven six and then a nine four or something wow oh you have a set yeah i got like five boards you know i i collect oh not collected but i've i've gotten over the years wow that is uh, you know i hear a lot of athletes are superstitious they have these routines do you have anything like that do you have to eat something if before game the same thing or do you have a little routine kind of thing um, for game days, I usually go get, uh, lunch with one of my teammates. Uh, one of the redshirt freshmen, Kurt, uh, I don't know if you know much about him, but he's the tall blonde kid, tall blonde <laughs> middle kid. So he's number nine, but we always go to Jersey Mike's and then we've, we've gone there so often that the people there uh, know our orders. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. And then other than me eating food, I am, um, you know, I usually put my right sock on first and then my right shoe on. I don't know if that's superstitious, but it's just been like that. And then I always put my socks on uh, backwards. Really? 
So you know how you inside out a sock? Yeah. So you put it on that way. Really? Oh. Yeah. So you kind of roll it up your leg rather than uh, pull. I don't know. I don't know if how to explain it, but it kind of just like rolls on. I don't know. When did that start? From high school time? Back in, no, that was since like grade school. Oh, yeah. this is a long standing routine. Well, the sock thing, the sock thing yeah. is pretty long time ago. But Wow. Uh, yeah. My goodness. Now, yeah, I don't know. It's just been a thing. No kidding. I, it, it might be hard to pick one, but this past season, if I said, I want to put a highlight for you on a highlight reel, your specific highlight, can you remember a game and what play it was that you'd say, I want that for me? Um, <laughs> I think one of my favorite plays is uh, Ball State, you know, end of set one. Uh, ace down the line because I don't get many aces and in that in that one set I think on the air I only had 10 aces maybe maybe a little bit more I don't I don't really know but I know it was a really low number but um yeah I think because after that uh yeah I had two aces that set and then the rest of the game I didn't have any more and then I don't think I had any other ones through the whole tournament except for those two in that one set so those had to be on there. I think those are uh, the ones because I went up to my friends after. I'm like, there was, if you told me that I was getting two aces that set, I was like, there's no <laughs> way it's going to happen, bro. No way. Oh, no. Okay. So what gives you more of a rush? An ace? Because like you say, you don't get as many aces, but that right, that ace off the serve, a solo block that you just roof. Like, I mean, it almost, the ball goes, hits the floor before even the hitter hits the floor. Or the quick middle that you just crush which gives you more Ooh. of a rush okay the blocking one if it's first someone that i like don't like or <laughs> someone that <laughs> someone that just you know just gives off the bad vibes then that one that one of course but if it's first just somebody that i just don't really you know that's doesn't really give me that that kind of energy uh probably be the the spike you know i'm spiking that no one's up that's just a big, like, hey, buddy, you know? Yeah. And I, I know I'm not on your scouting report, but try and block me, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Um, what was it like in the locker room after the championship game? Oh, well, I went in the locker room when no one else was in there. So, because I was walking around with it, you know, seeing every the, as many fans as I could before they kicked everyone out. Mm. But, uh, yeah, by the time I got in there, there's maybe like five guys, but it was, it, we were blasting music, jumping around, acting like complete, uh, complete dummies in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pushing each other, rowdy, super rowdy. It was fun though. It was a fun time. Great time. When you were walking around in, in the arena then, was, I guess, were you just interacting with the crowd that was there, that some of the Hawaii fans that were there, maybe some, I guess, some friends and family that might have came. And Were there some friends and family that came up? Yeah. So my whole, you know, my mom, my dad, and my brother came out oh. to, uh, where, where was it? UCLA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Came out to UCLA. And then, mm -hmm. well, that was only my only family members. And I saw, I saw a couple of the fans that I've, I've interacted with before. So I don't, I don't know. I never really got, uh, remember their names, but um, I, I know they were there, you know. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you could say one of my friends is my, my driver instructor, Ralph, Ralph Wiede. <laughs> he, he was up in the stands. I, I made sure to 
say hi to him every day or at least wave to him. But uh, no seeing him there, you know, after, you know, he taught me how to drive, you know. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool seeing him out there. Wow. God, he's a diehard fan too, huh? Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Well, I mean, huge congratulations. Um, obviously, do, do you feel like you have an element of, I don't know, maybe you don't, but an element of celebrity status? Like, do you remember the days, you were much younger, but, you know, when men's volleyball back in the early 2000s, they, when they, under head coach Mike Wilton, they had, their play with that Yuval Kotz era had skyrocketed to a point of these players were like really celebrity status. Is, is that what it's coming back to now? Like with you guys? Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I've been, uh, well, these past couple of days, people have recognized me. So one day I was driving through uh, Waimanala traffic and this guy in a truck in front of me rolls down his window, uh, you know, sticks his head out and says, congratulations on the game. <laughs> and I was like, bro, what is going on? <laughs> you know, and then, uh, just walking to class the other day, a couple of people came up to me and were like, hey, congratulations. Great. People I've never seen before, you know, and it's mm -hmm. like, congratulations, like, wow you know i think you know last year we didn't get the get the chance to do that because you know covid and everything everything was online there wasn't really that mm -hmm. kind of interaction between people but this year you know you get that that uh you know people just coming out of nowhere saying congrats and it's just like damn you know you didn't, you didn't i don't really expect it because it's never happened before but more and more people i think are, are recognizing who we are and it's it's a wonderful thing I think that's I think that was the biggest thing. I was so happy that you guys, like you said, last year didn't have the fans, you, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you guys were able to experience the fan, the, the actual emotions and seeing the people really thrive and enjoy your, you know, your wins and your success. So I'm glad you guys were able to um, enjoy that. OK, last thing here, Cole, I call this is a little game called Give Me a Name. So hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give out a little question or word, and you got to give me the name of the response to my question. Nothing hard, nothing oh, yeah. like a final, you know. Yeah. Okay, top of your head, okay? All right. All right. Um, superhero. Oh, like actual superheroes. Oh, yes. okay. Oh. Um, the first one that came to my mind was uh, Spider-Man. I'm a Spider-Man, right on. Um, tech item. Tech item probably be my uh, my 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 MacBook. Cool. Uh, wait, or can it be Xbox? Any tech item. It probably no, but you said the first one, so it'd be it'd be yeah. my computer. It'd be my computer for sure. Yeah, because you're studying, right? You're using it. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, all, all the time. Yeah. Um, clothing line. Oh, the first one that popped up was Uniqlo. Uniqlo, all right. Yeah. A singer. You know, I don't I don't really listen to a lot of music, believe it or not. Oh, it's mostly okay. It's mostly like anime openings. You know, I'm a I like watching anime. I'm a big anime kind of person. Oh, right I don't really listen to a lot of music. I don't really know that many uh, uh, you know, artists right now. So that that's mine right now. Okay, here's right up your alley, surfer. Oh, probably John John. John John. John. Yeah. Nerdiest teammate. Oh, that'd be a layu. For sure, Lay. Lay is always in the books. Okay, funny story. When we were up in uh, wherever that was, UCLA, every morning we'd have study all around like 10 o'clock. 
he'd come in there, leaves the first one already in there. And there's this whiteboard that we have, and he's writing out his equations. His en- he's an engineer, so he's writing oh. out all these equations. And yeah, he, he's he's a big nerd, man. Like, <laughs> but he but he's cool. I love Lee. Lee is so awesome. Oh, terrific mentor. Ah, uh, I'd say my 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 brother, my brother, my dad. You know, my mom. You know, just my family. They keep me going. You know, I look at them. But yeah, whenever I look at them in my in the during the game, my my dad's telling me to kill the other team while my mom is telling me to smile. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of two two worlds. Kill the other team with a smile, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um celebrity you would want to hang for a couple of hours with. First one that came up was uh Doja Cat. Who who's that? It's a singer. She's oh. a singer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, for, you said you don't want you don't actually listen to a lot of music, but that's the celebrity. Yeah, okay. If it's gonna be artists, it's gonna be Doja Cat then. My okay. team knows that that I'm a Doja fan. <laughs> All right. Um, what is a bucket list item for you? I've always wanted to go uh skydiving. Really? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Okay. If you had to either cliff dive or bungee jump. Which one would it be? How high is the cliff? Oh, let's say both heights are like it was as high as Waimea Falls cliff. Let's just put oh, it's it down. not too bad though, but I feel like I'd want to bungee jump off like a bridge. You know what I mean? I feel like that'd be pretty fun. I've never yeah. done bungee jump. A, jumping, big, a but... bridge like the San Francisco Gate Bridge or something? Yeah, like something that like just, you know, something big. You know, I feel that'd be pretty fun to do. Oh, Gosh, okay. Uh, strongest teammate? Uh, Keone, you know. Keone, I think Keone's, yeah, he's, he's, he'll beat me in most everything. His, his benching and his squatting and his whatever else there is to do. And the final one is um, Messiest teammate. Mm, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to put that out there to the world. <laughs> Either there's a lot of them or there's only one you don't want to say. So either way, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, hey, I, I know you got to get back to doing your finals, but I want to, first of all, congratulate you personally for making such a significant uh, impact from last year to this year on this team. Congratulations on winning another national championship and good luck on your finals and congratulations on graduating this coming thank weekend. You, thank you. Thank and you. Thanks so for much. joining us. Anytime. All right. Mm-hmm.